2: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Cast. I'm one of your host, Blessing, a
3: Jr. I'm joined by the master of hype, Snowbike Mike. What up, Bless? Thanks for having me on today. Quick question for everybody. Is that a quick intro? Like, what's up with y'all's intros? Why is everybody so short, Baird? The X-Cast? We got a nice long, meaty one. Like, yeah. what's up with this
4: thing? Like, I mean, gamescast in you seconds. just get you get you just get right into it. There's no nonsense oh. here on the gamescast, Mike. I know over fuck? on the Xcast we like to have fun, but yeah, Tim yeah. is like we we have no nonsense here. We don't wow. like long intros. We don't like long introductory where you know we 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 take a while to introduce uh, all the rest of the hosts and stuff. But I will say mm-hmm. the PS I love you intro, Mike, uh, uh, another long one. But gamescast no nonsense. One. Okay, dumb. No nonsense. Okay, okay.
2: Although I wow. feel like the Xcast one might be longer than the PS I love you one. I feel like whenever I'm on. I we can himself. look it up right, now. Whenever I'm on XCast, which I think has been what twice at like this believe, point, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just sitting for what feels like at least two and a half <laughs> minutes. I'm like, when am I gonna be on camera?
4: Okay. Also so, that voice
2: you heard earlier, of course, is the voice of Bear Courtney.
4: So right here, I have the XCast main title is 25 seconds with two seconds of black, Jesus. and then the new PS I Love You intro is 24 seconds. So it's okay. Not that wow, right there, it's not right that there? different. Okay. And so honestly, wow. technically, without the two seconds of black. That's 23 seconds for X-Cast and then 24 mm. for PS I Love You. That, like, gets damn. right into it, so.
3: damn. Quick question. Didn't they used to have, like, an intro to this, though? People were dancing around. People were shucking and jiving and jumping on the screen and stuff. What happened to that? The Gamescast. show? The, on, the, on Gamescast? Yeah. Wasn't it a whole thing where, like, all the characters were doing their moves and stuff? Uh, uh, oh, I, that, that was years about ago, the old though. One. Yeah, yeah. I think that
4: was mm-hmm. before I even started here, Mike. Uh, you I know, Janet,
2: let's...
3: I'm stuck in the past. A lot of people say I'm stuck in the past.
2: You're, that was That's when that we happens. had a different theme song, like a different opening <laughs> track for Gamescast. And it's like Gamescast Mike, you doesn't dance up. anymore. <laughs> I love that. Mike listens to every single episode of the Kind of Funny Next Gen podcast, which is our Patreon, because this is yes. a show of me, Barrett, and Roger. And Mike apparently just never listens to Gamescast. Has <laughs> never seen one episode of Gamescast. I'm impressed. Do you know what well, else like I'm it. impressed by every single week when I'm on a show with her? Janet Garcia.
1: Hey, what's up? How's it going? They spelled my name wrong at Starbucks again.
2: How'd they spell Janet.
1: Um, well, I actually, my Starbucks name is Jay. It's just easier. Uh, and I sometimes go by Jay. So I, I was like, Jay. And they're like, Jade? And I'm like, no, Jay. And they said, oh, okay. And then I got the order and it said Jade.
2: <laughs> I feel like you can't get mad because that's not even your name.
1: Yeah. They don't well, know They that, misspelled no. my letter.
2: They misspelled so, the first you, letter. So, by you, name. so
4: you go by Jay because Jay is easier. But wouldn't Janet mm-hmm. just be easier because that's like a known quantity of a name?
1: no you think i think i gotta find a new starbucks name is the thing because i originally just gave them my real name but they'd be like shannon like what you know they name like three different names Mm. with jay i've been getting accuracy all the time except for i think today might be the first misprint but not the first time that they thought i said jade but the real thing is i'm like why don't you just wait for me to scan my app because my app will give you my name Mm. it'll be printed on there we could avoid all this but sometimes i do go up like, and scan the app instead of, like, ordering ahead of time. And that's when I, like, run into these Caps, issues. So I was like, Caps, yeah, Jade, that's gonna me. I us going
3: circle back. Uh, Jane, as a big Starbucks guy myself like you, you're not ordering ahead of time as you approach the building just to have it set and ready to rock? Or do you have a special order you got to jab with the guy with? What's up?
1: It's It depends on – I have a bad perception of, like, which Starbucks is which, especially because some are really close to each other. Like, I have one that I go to that's in a lot – That has a grocery store where that one has a starbucks also in it so like Mm. there's not a way to like if you could nickname them or something sure Mm. um but because of that and i'm always going to different ones sometimes i'll just go up and do it myself when i can't order ahead though i do that and then i just walk up i grab the stuff you know no one in and out no one has to know that i was here but that's not always the case i
4: feel like blessing and i probably understand your predicament just because like blessing i don't know if like you like regularly get the the uh, people get your name correctly at a Starbucks, oh, yeah. but for like for no. me Barrett, it's like Garrett, Jarrett. Sometime uh, – one time there was someone who wrote it as Bear, as in like the animal Bear, and then it. And that oh, that's was, really uh, good. That, and like that was when I was like, I need to come up with a new name, and so maybe I just do James since that's my so, middle name.
2: Back in the day, I used to do Wayne uh, as my Starbucks name because like I, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but it was pulled from uh, Wayne is actually one of my like secret uh, middle names, because like in Nigeria, they do a thing called a naming ceremony where a kid's born and like the family celebrates and like people uh, one by one give the child different names uh, with usually different meanings. Of course, I was born uh, in the States. And so my naming ceremony happened in Illinois. Um, One of the people invited to my naming ceremony was our white pastor. Uh, who his middle name is Wayne, and so he decided, you know, amongst all these different Nigerian names that I'm being given with all these different meanings, he's like, (laughs) I'm gonna name (laughs) this young Nigerian kid Wayne, gonna give him my own name, Uh, and I never, like, I never get to use that name, except for at Starbucks, because at Starbucks, you know, if I tell them Blessing, and this is just in life in general, nobody believes me the first time I tell them that my name's Blessing, it's always, oh, what was that, Leslie? Um, No, Blessing, Wesley, Leslie, no blessing. And they're like blessing oh, all us, and it turns into a conversation. Yeah. I, and I and I always appreciate it, right? Like I I love that people enjoy my name, but also I I just can't afford to have that conversation every over and over. Single for time. them, it's just
4: one conversation; it's one and done. Yeah. But For you, it's it's an endless thing. You know? Yeah.
2: For me, it's like, oh, your name's blessing. That's so cool. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, time is ticking, and I need this coffee. I need to go. Uh, and so yeah, that's when I started going by Wayne. But Wayne also comes with. Some misspellings, right? Like, I often get Wade, or I'll get like, I got Wayne spelled W A I N, and now that, that was one that blew my mind. That was one where I was like, all right, they're like, fucking. like the action of waning
4: almost, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, like the action of waning. And so I still get some of those, but yeah, if I have to give my name for
3: a Starbucks, Wayne is still my go to.
4: Mike, you just going by Mike?
3: Yeah, I'm just going by Mike. Uh, I mean the people I everybody knows me so I, I do have Snowbike Mike on my Starbucks stuff. But uh mm. yeah, I, I'm by Mike. It it blows my mind that like you guys put up with that, right? Cuz I have just generic loser name Mike, you know? So I don't have anything it's crazy not like a loser that. Name. But like y'all are coming up with like doing Mike side with names for Starbucks. I know now I'm going in tomorrow I'm going to be Tom, you know? <laughs> Throw him off. I, oh, that's that going to be
4: your fun exciting new name is Tom, Tom. for Starbucks. <laughs> Jesus. Tom.
2: I'm like, you now. don't even look like it's <laughs> on. Now, of course, I'm sure plenty of people are clicking into the podcast being like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, this is odd. Where's, where's the usual crew? Why is Bless Hope singing? Where is it? Listen. Tim Geddes, bit in one eye by by snakes. Greg Miller bit in the other eye by, by snakes. Andy Cortez is fucking dead. All right, I don't know what to tell you. It's been a it's been <laughs> a chaotic week here. or
1: just separate? separate no, like it's just a
2: separate occasion. No, that had nothing to do with snakes. I was Andy just got an unlucky day. Uh, but yeah, no, it's us. It was it was very chaotic getting this crew together. But I'm very excited about this episode because of course today's topics. Include Rollerdrome and We Are OFK review impressions, uh, Rumbleverse and Fortnite DBZ gameplay impressions, and then also a very special non-post-show Kinda Feudy segment. You're getting all that and more because this is Kinda Funny Gamescast. Each and every week we join you to talk about our game impressions along with the hottest topics in gaming. You can watch us live as we record on Patreon.com slash Kinda Funny Games, or you can get the show the next day on podcast services around the globe uh, remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel uh, housekeeping for you a new kind of funny xcast is up right now featuring the devs of rumbleverse uh, the xcast crew gets to talk to them all about what it was like making the game you can catch that on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe thank you to our patreon producers gordon mcguire fargo brady Pranksy, dan golden spider b tyler ross delaney twining first responder Andy, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew. Today we're brought to you by Shopify and Uplift, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is, and forever will be, Fortnite. Cause of course, Fortnite has been having their Fortnite Dragon Ball Z crossover event. Uh, who here, raise your hand. I know it's audio podcast, but there's visuals too. Raise your hand if you've tried out the event yet. Oh. All right, we got Mike, we got me.
3: Mike, I'll let you lead. How's it been like? Uh, it's pretty cool, Blessing. You know, nothing big has changed. Of course, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, you're going to be really geeked up about these skins coming in there. I bought the naked cat. I don't know what his name is, but he's a purple naked cat, be- and uh, he's Beerus. lit. Be- okay, uh, yeah, he's Beerus? Very cool. Mm. I, d- I didn't know how it's spelled, yeah. Uh, so there's two things. Of course, you get the skins, which I think a lot of Dragon Ball Z fans will be very excited about. The idea of what Fortnite now is where Master Chief and Kratos and now Dragon Ball Z characters are all banging into each other along with Darth Vader. Everybody loves that. There is two new items that I find really, really cool. There's the Nimbus Cloud that allows you to kind of disengage and re-engage into fights pretty quickly with uh, the opportunity to essentially fly uh, in and out of battles. I thought was really cool. And the... Kamehameha, I don't know how to pronounce Call that. Kamehameha, so, Yeah, there we go. Uh, super move, which I think is actually really cool. It absolutely punishes people, but you only get three attempts on it, and it takes a little bit of a charge up. So you can stop that if you are the people about to get slapped in the face with it. But at the same time, it feels cool to pull off, right? It's that iconic Dragon Ball Z photo and video that I know everybody loves, unlike me who doesn't know anything about Dragon Ball. But what I want to get to is the best part about this event that I like and then I'm really into is the opportunity to watch Dragon Ball Z episodes in Fortnite, right? As someone who hasn't watched Dragon Ball Z, there's modes in there where you can jump in and they just have it like you've done before watching movie trailers. You can jump in and just watch Dragon Ball Z episodes with your friends in the Fortnite metaverse, which is a big deal, right? I think a lot of young kids, myself, people who haven't been watching Dragon Ball have now an opportunity to watch five to six episodes and hang out with their friends. Maybe me and Kevin A. Sexy can explain the history. So for me, great event. Uh, of course, you always want more out of the Fortnite events from the Ariana Grande concerts to a new map. But for what this is, the little small update, they've done a really good job on this.
2: Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, I played quite a bit yesterday. And the for me, so far, the biggest things that have jumped out have been the Nimbus Cloud and Kamehameha as um, collectibles to pick up and, and then use. Uh, my favorite thing about it, though, is that like you can kind of combine them to get like a really cool, hey, there's somebody over there. They're approaching us. Cool. Let me use the Nimbus Cloud to launch into the air and then as i'm coming down if you use the kamehameha it basically pauses you in the air so you're in in the air like you're goku charging that thing up and it does 100 damage immediately and so like if they're weakened or if they're just if they don't have any armor that is an immediate you're knocking them down Uh, and so like it's a pretty it's, it's a pretty like powerful thing to add to the game as a move but also i think it feels really cool like i'm somebody who I I grew up, uh, I watched a, a bit of Dragon Ball Z. I watched more, honestly watched more Dragon Ball than Dragon Ball Z growing up. But I also played a lot of Dragon Ball Z games. Like the Budokai uh, franchise was my, one of my favorite fighting game franchises um, as a kid growing up. And I remember playing Dragon Ball Z, Budokai Tenkaichi and being like, yo, I'm just in the anime now. Like, this is me, like, living as this character. I have full freedom of motion. I'm, like, I'm literally Goku. And that felt like such the uh, – I felt like the coolest thing in the world playing that back in the day. Um, playing Fortnite and getting to run around as Goku – I haven't gotten to actually use Goku yet. But uh, the, my friend that I was playing with yesterday did have the Goku skin. So she was running around as him. And I was still I was still playing as Kratos with, like, an Among Us backpack on. Having that be the, the case and, like, running around in Fortnite, it is such a – wild uh uh it's just wild imagery to see on screen right all the shit going on and fortnite's had these levels of crossover for uh, crossovers for a while but uh, adding dbz i think does take it to uh, a different level and i've really been enjoying it jan i know you're super into into fortnite do you plan to check this one out
1: yeah i did i just didn't raise my hand because i'm not doing the event yet like the, there's an event where you can like unlock different god i don't know what form of fake currency it is but you can work towards getting um the dragon, which now I'm forgetting the name. The dragon like No. the no, it's you, you glider unlock,
3: dragon. The, the gliders.
1: Yeah. Um, You can unlock that if you, like, get enough. So I want to grind through that. I think it's up for, like, 10 days or something to do it. But I've just been playing no-build Battle Royale mode, um, but just with the skins. So I was like, you know what? And like, I haven't admitted this on content yet because I feel like it's a little bit embarrassing. But I'm like, I play this game all the time. I love this game. You know, caveat, caveat. I'm like... What if I just got a lot of V-bucks? What if I just got maybe like the highest package of V-bucks for this? So I did that. I finally pulled the trigger. I spent a bunch of money on this game and I was like, I'm going to go shopping. So I got the Vegeta and Bulma bundle. I got Goku. I got the um Nimbus cloud glider separate, and I got uh, the fusion dance for 400 V bucks. Um, And you know what? I don't have any regrets. I'm having a great time. Um, My heart is warmed watching Goku wield this gun, and I would go back and do it all again. it's just a, a fun additional incentive, I think, to get back into the game. I've been hitting the season pretty hard, but I've missed, like, the last few weeks. You know, took a little bit of a break, went on vacation, and now I'm like, oh, man, these. This it's been rumored for a long time. The skins finally dropped. I'm like, I'm going to buy a lot of stuff, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to drop in over and over again and see what's up. Um. Also, to your point with the items they added in and the kind of, like, extra stuff to all the modes, I like that getting some of that stuff it comes in through like the capsules that drop kind of randomly on the island I think that's just kind of a fun additional layer I think there's a level of um like battling instead of instead of having it uh couched as bounties but I I don't I haven't really dug into that as much Oh, the, yeah
2: the versus battles
1: yeah so that that's kind of a play um and yeah I got my I got I played a couple times yesterday And my team got one victory royale i was bulma i still want to see more skins for bulma because it's a lot of it's from dragon ball z future i think so that's why it's like older bulma super so it's like older bulma instead of like some of the other skins like i really want like her in that iconic like pink kind of skirt shirt thing um so we'll see what else comes in i'm hoping like piccolo comes in trunks so i didn't spend all my money because i'm like if piccolo and trunks comes in you know, I'm gonna pick that up. And you may be listening to this wondering like, why do I care about it? Because I I historically never like anime and I don't watch anime and I am not interested in it. But I watched Dragon Ball Z as a kid. I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z as a kid. That is like some of my fondest memories are, I remember the day I started watching the show. Like I was coloring, like at the kitchen table, my brother had already been watching. And I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna see what 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 that show is all about because he's always watching it, and I got into it and I watched like a bunch of it. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like an expert by any means. Like I definitely forget like plot lines and different things, but it was a big part of my childhood. So I'm like, oh, this is like one of the things for me. And I think that's what's cool about Fortnite having so much content. Like at one point, it's gonna get you with the skins a little bit if you like oh, that yeah. stuff. Obviously, some people don't want to spend like money or have to like worry about that, and I totally get that. But it's like, what do you like? Music, games, anime. Like, they're going to find you with, you know, soccer. Like, they will find you with something. And it gives you something to get excited about. And that's part of why I'm having a really good time with this uh, game this season.
2: That's my thing is they also take it to another level where, you know, it could just be skins. But it's the fact that, oh, no, let's put in the Kamiha uh, Hamiha in here. Let's put in the Nibus Cloud. Let's also put in challenges that are Dragon Ball Z specific. Let's put in Kami's house as an as a area that you can drop in and then also have these capsule vending machines where you can buy the nimbus cloud and stuff like they put in enough stuff in there to make it feel like in a like no pun intended right an event right they make it feel like a whole experience as opposed to just oh yeah let's throw in just these random cosmetics and granted you know it's not perfect i I also wish there was piccolo and, and other stuff in there it seems like it is very focused on uh dragon ball super and i'm not seeing Dragon ball super so i don't know where they take a lot of those characters um but i i feel like for the hardest of the hardcore fans or the people that have been into Dragon Ball Z, whether it is through watching the anime hardcore or just being attached to it through pop culture. Dragon Ball Z is where a lot of people um, entered the franchise. And so it could be cool to see Frieza show up. It could be cool to see Cell show up, you know, get like, old looking Vegeta. And when I say old looking Vegeta, I mean like season one, Dragon Ball Z Vegeta, where he looked like a different character practically. You know, I think there's a lot of stuff that you can do there. And I wonder if it is going to be more of a drip feed thing. Or I wonder if it is, hey, we can get Super because Super is hot right now. And this is the partnership they're able to do. We, we don't want to over inundate our audience with Dragon Ball Z stuff. I can kind of understand both sides there. Um, but I think I think it's fun. The one thing I will say also, though, and it's funny because I think this is just an ongoing conversation with Fortnite. And crossover multiverse games in general as i was playing yesterday there was something a bit like weird about seeing goku running around with a gat you know it's like something dirty something yeah something's like oh man capitalism won here yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like when when akira or um, his name akira toriyama i think was his name um when he was when he was drawing and designing goku right when he was sweating over the 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 uh drawing page you know making his cool spiky hair figuring out what a super saiyan looked like you know just two dollars to his name i'm doing a lot of like speculating here uh i don't think he was like eventually this guy is gonna have a gun and shoot down superman i i feel it feels it feels odd it feels a little bit weird i'm not letting me i'm not letting it bother me too much because at the end of the day it's just fortnite it's this fucking game but also i'm like man it's kind of wild that like fortnite just putting guns in all these different characters hands who like superman would never shoot down fucking I don't know Naruto <laughs> but he can in Fortnite I don't know. that's weird
1: it looks like fun. a mod is the thing like my brother like and, and Isaiah were like looking at me like download the stuff and it's like this looks absolutely wild and obviously this is not unique to the Dragon Ball Z cro- or Dragon Ball Future crossover but it is just a reminder of like how bonkers this game is and how like Hard it would be, I think, for a lot of us to conceptualize, like many years ago, something like this existing with the amount of IP it has, the amount of popularity, and also the amount of polish. Like, it is a really good game, and I am like constantly impressed by how much they update and tweak and evolve with the additions they add in to everything. Like, there's like any I can play pretty regularly and still jump in and be like, oh, there's a new item. Oh, there's a new there's a new form of um, like I saw. Oh god, I forgot what Bob. It's like a rift, junk rift, where it like yes. and that might not be new, it might be a reintroduction because I haven't been playing every single day since this game hit beta. But I was like, oh, what is this? And it's like, oh, it drops like a car. Like, let's see what this does, or or whatever. So there's always like new ways to I think experiment and learn about what's going on. And then like as soon as you get you something, they have something else or they bring it back. Um yeah, it's just it's really impressive.
2: Now, speaking of Fortnite, there's a game that I, I feel like takes a lot of influence from Fortnite that Mike's been playing.
3: Mike, tell us about Rumbleverse. How's, how's that going? Plus, Rumbleverse is a blast. Another Battle Royale, but a different kind of Battle Royale because we're on the Melee side. And as you guys all know and everybody listening, there's been very few and far between on the Melee side of Battle Royales. And Iron Galaxy stepped up to the plate and created Rumbleverse, which if you go listen to the kind of funny X-Cast this week, you'll hear Adam Boyz and Adam Hart both talk about how that team created this. But Rumbleverse is a blast. You guys and i really encourage everyone to go check it out it is a wrestling battle royale essentially wwe on crack but it has that fortnite look to it right which i think is playing in this team's favor which will have people excited and into the look of it right it has that colorful cartoony world which is just a great foundation to build off of especially living the world of fortnite but this battle royale is a ton of fun on the melee side of things it's really cool because it has Fighting game roots where you can feel the rock, paper, scissors happening in front of you. Of I chose this, they chose that. This wins out over that. Okay, I keep it moving. But it's also fast and furious. Each match takes about 10 to 15 minutes. You can play either solos or duos. And I think they have the right mix right now to really jump onto it. It's free to play, full cross-platform, cross-progression right now. They have the storefront in the marketplace just like Fortnite. It's published by Epic. So they've teamed up with the Epic team for, you know, what we'll see in the future of down the road of what this could be with the IPs. Like Janet talked about of all the wrestling stuff you would want to see and more, but when it comes down to gameplay itself, it's fun, it's fast, it's different than what you've played before. Like I said, the fighting game roots, then on top of that, you're learning these special moves where you either press the right, uh, L one or R one to do these cool little combo moves that you really like. And it is, a ton of fun I, i'm loving Rumbleverse right now i wish i could say more but uh i get flooded with all the emotions because i think it's a really great battle royale what is it what is it about it that i, I works the most for you because i i look at it right and
2: i'm like okay obviously it's pulling a lot from fortnite in terms of the mm. style the aesthetic I, i'm sure like right now we're the game just launched so I'm, I'm sure cosmetics haven't taken off yet i'm them partnering with epic i assume that they'll 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 get there right but like it seems like a lot A lot of what you're talking about is the actual rock, paper, scissors of it. Would you say that's the thing that's elevated it beyond for you? Or is there,
3: something, is, is there anything else that you'd say is really special about it that's making it really stick out? The thing that sticks out and catches people is the wow moment, right? Being able to choke slam somebody off of the top of a skyscraper, right? The team really worked hard on the verticality and this unique, really awesome map. So on top of that, you jump into a world that looks like Fortnite. They have this beautiful, well-created map that has a lot of awesome lore and a lot of touches that you'll see and recognize, but also the verticality. They talk about it on the X cast of they built a 3d platformer first, right? It's all about being able to move and traverse around the map and it's fun and it's engaging to move around and be able to jump and climb up these things. But the wow moments are what's going to capture you, right? Like me and Greg together. And all of a sudden Greg throws down the gigantic elbow from three stories up and punishes three guys or all of a sudden i spear someone out of the zone and they get counted out instead of dying in the zone which is a ton of fun right and so there's these wow moments where each and every time you play just like any battle royale right you're gonna walk out and then go oh my god do you remember this or do you remember that and i think that really leads to what these battle royale the game mode right it's not changing the world it's a game mode That make people say, oh, I really had fun times. Every single time you jump in, it's going to be different. It's going to be new. It's going to be fresh. And I think with the moves that they've created from all of the cool wrestling background from pile drivers to spears to choke slams, right? And then on top of that, having your supers and having the map start to slowly shrink and go from 20 squads to one. It is those wow moments, those storytelling moments that you'll have each and every match. That's what gets me and keeps me engaged and stuff. And I think It hits again at the right time, right? We look around at the landscape of games. There's not much to play right now on the side of new games, right? And so when you get a new game and it hits at free-to-play, full cross-platform, oh, it's a battle royale, but it's something new and different, you should just try it. That's that kind of perfect formula that you're looking for here in the middle of August when we're just patiently awaiting for other big AAA titles. So they really struck right at the right time, I think, in my opinion.
2: Janet, as somebody who really likes Fortnite, does Rumbleverse do anything for you?
1: Now I feel like I kind of got to play it. Like, Mike at least sold me on trying it. I think just from the excitement and just looking at some of the footage, I'm like, okay, this. it's interesting that it is something different um, within the space because like Mike pointed out, there's not a lot that like, plays within that genre so yeah I, i'd at least try it out because it's it's free right yeah, or is it yeah, not full,
3: free full free yeah yeah and i think jenny you feel it right i think everybody should at least try it it's like the fall guy situation we've done before right. it is like fortnite right where you hear one of your friends talk about it, and that's exactly what they want is like one person shares it and then the other person's like well what do i have to lose it's free to play i can play with my friends on any platform why not download it for a night and that's what i definitely encourage people to do
2: Janet, one game I know I know you've been playing is We Are OFK, which reviews just went up for that one. I believe that game the first couple episodes come out tomorrow. Is that right? First two. First two. That's and I five. guess if if people are listening to this podcast the day it comes out for everyone, then yeah, as of today, the first two episodes of five are out. I played the first episode, Janet. How many episodes have you played?
1: All of them. All five.
2: Wow, Janet, what do you think of We Are OFK?
1: I think that it has a lot of great ideas, and I think some of the writing is fantastic. Love the themes, love the presentation, great sound design. Ultimately, though, I do not recommend it. I think the first two episodes are really fantastic, and I'd love to hear, you know, after this, bless what you think of that that initial dive into the world. Um, but I feel like, especially in episode three and kind of onward, the sort of without giving things away, some of the core conflicts just feel a little too paper thin I think especially against some of the like really nice characterization and like storytelling that they do execute on so for some context we Of K is basically about a group of people and they have um, to some degree different jobs like some of them work together but they're like creatives that are sort of burned out on their main creative job and they want to do like something else creative they want to make music and I'm like oh yeah this is so like me right it's like who among us hasn't been like oh instead of doing my work art i want to do like my non-work art and like be even more creative and like escape through that and like i'm sad and i'm broke in la and they're drinking boba all the time i'm like oh it's like they like i was playing this with my family around um which was cool. Then the Borg even specified, like, hey, if you have people in your house, like, they can watch you play just as long as they don't, like, leak things. And they were, like, watching me play. And, and my brother made the joke of, oh man, are they, like, recording our lives and just, like, putting it back on us? Like, it, it does feel, like, so true in so many ways. But my main beef is that, um, with the music stuff, it kind of, at, at one point, they introduced, like, the sort of villainish character who like oh he's like not really about the art so and it's like it's just so heavy-handed that i'm like man mm-hmm. you really didn't give any nuance to this character there's no reason that anyone would want to really be involved in what this character has going on and yet you kind of create this central conflict within this um emerging band that doesn't feel like it would really happen they don't really give me reasons to buy into some of the core conflicts and then uh story-wise it kind of goes where you would expect it to go and then i don't think they like land that well so by episode three like partway through i'm like oh man this is kind of falling apart for me and it did become a chore of just being like do i want to give up or do i want to finish it and ultimately i chose to finish it out of kind of curiosity and then being able to talk to it about it with y'all and like people on the internet and just see see it through but yeah um for episode four does pick up a little bit but it is very much a mixed bag game and it's it's not one that i ultimately recommend for that reason
2: yeah it's one that uh, reminds me a little bit of uh the artful escape uh mainly in the it, maybe, maybe mainly in the sense that. There is very little gameplay intervention going on. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the actual game mechanics of it, a lot of it is you are sending texts to to people that that are um, in the lives of the characters that you're controlling, and a lot of it doesn't really feel like you're affecting anything with the choice choices. The choices more so feel like they're coloring in a book, and so like mm-hmm. you are making these choices to kind of give you know your own f- flair to what what's happening in the story, but. I don't think that really as far as an episode one right and what seems to be the what i assume to be the case uh the story doesn't really change given any of the choices that you're making is that right janet Somebody when played the full thing
1: yeah i would say so and i feel like even the way they presented it which i feel like for me and i'm blessed i'm curious what you felt about this for me Mm -hmm. i really had to like check myself a little bit and let that go because i i never personally want to fault a game for not being like Oh, my choice is like a Life is Strange esque butterfly effect. I feel like they, that's not what they, the story they wanted to tell. Um, I still have beef with the story they told, but I did have to kind of let go of, okay, well, as much as I want to, you know, and that's to their credit, like I kind of got into the characters, at least in those first few episodes. So I'm like, oh man, I wish I could get in there and like fix their lives because they're like kind of a hot mess group um but i'm like okay it's, it's not that kind of game it's very much a game where you're it's it's salt or pepper but you're not really changing the meal here yeah
2: and, and i'm of, I'm of a similar mind where you know gameplay comes in all different uh flavors and sizes uh and for me for a game that seems to have again very little gameplay intervention in terms of the choices you're making and even parts where there are mechanical things happening but do the mechanical things matter right like that stuff I'm able to forgive or at least see through if there is story substance to back it up and in episode one the story that was there was a story that I thought was fine but my big beef with it is that it didn't feel like it was building up any sort of plot yet and oh man if you like
1: episode one just (laughs)
2: Yeah, because, like, by the, time I f- by the time I finished it, I was like, oh, I guess the plot must be in episodes two through five. Because mm. I finished it, and I was like, nothing's really happening in this game. You're just hanging out with these characters who are the most millennial characters of all time. Yeah. Right? Like, this character, or this uh, this, this uh, game feels so just, like, West Coast hipster 2022. And I don't mean that in, like, a, you know, despairing way. I just mean that in, like, the sense of, like... Yeah, man, like these guys are going through it. Like they're like they're not happy with where the work lives are at. They want to be creatives. They want to make music. They want to they want to do these things. And the way they text the, I really liked the text conversations you have, because the way they text each other back and forth are the same ways in which I text my friends. I was same. very impressed and surprised when I read the text and I was like, I would send this text. Like that is a text I would write and send. Um, but I think for me that's probably the biggest compliment I can give the game is that it has this sense of, no, we understand what adults in their what mid to late 20s or like or their early 30s or like um but when you get into what the actual meat or plot of the story is in episode one i feel like nothing happens and then there is a cool segment that is a music video segment that does have a certain level of gameplay right at least interaction where you are um going through the motions of this music video and there might be a part where you're collecting items there might be another part where you're hopping over a thing right but it's all very i don't know one i don't know if you can feel it but then also it's all very straightforward and vanilla. It's not anything too complicated. It's all there to give, I think, this flair to the music video that makes it feel like, it makes it feel like the like a an interactive music video more for the gimmick than for the actual. Oh, this is why it needs to be interactable. Um, and so I, episode one was fine. Like, I didn't hate it, but I also I don't feel compelled to go back and play the the rest of the series.
4: Uh, is there anything, uh, Janet? You're talking about how these. Uh art people want to escape their uh, kind of day job art to do art on the side and stuff. Do they ever kind of address the burnout that comes with that eventually?
1: <laughs> well, the kind of uh, setup is more of a shift. So you with, again, without like spoilers, you have um, like two characters that are in the game dev scene, one who just does like some other form of work that you kind of learn about more later okay. or like you kind of learn what they do. I think they, to a degree, dabble in music. And then the other person, oh God, I'm trying to remember what the other person's job was, but that's kind of where it's at, where it's like, um, you know, they end up sort of shifting over and then it's like, how do I build my music career? Gotcha. Now I'm going to give a big, mm-hmm. uh, to like suspension of disbelief where it's like, you think you ain't going to burn out in that music career though? Cause you know, <laughs> like, I think we all know that there is no, and anyone that's done creative work knows that there is no such thing as a, you know, <sighs> Like, a a utopia, a creative utopia when it comes to trying to make money. Like, as long as money's involved and your survival hinges on it, it will alter your relationship with that art. Um, that, That being said, that doesn't mean that if you're, you know, creative listening to this, that you can't switch from, you know, game dev to music or games media to game dev or, like, to painting or whatever. Like, I think people should pursue their joy. But it is a little bit amusing that, like, it's, oh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna go and, like, make it as musicians. And, like, that's going to be not as bad as, I guess, when you don't have a boss, so maybe it's, like, the freelance life, which, you know, that has its own fun. But uh, there's a little bit of that there. Uh, what's up, Mike?
3: Oh, no, I, Janet, I wanted you to keep going. I just wanted to build and ask a question. Of course, this game is not a Mike game at all, right? But there's been games like this that have captured me. I look at the art style. I really like it. You guys have not sold me on the story, so I'm a little worried about that. But I think of... A game like this i think of cyanara wild hearts that the music captured me right and i fell in love with that because of the music and then really grew with the story does this have some banging music that's gonna maybe bring me in a little bit more than me sitting on the outside right now
1: i don't think so i do i do actually really like the songs in the like first two um episodes but ultimately like Uh, You know, at the risk of like, I don't want to, you know, disparage the work that they did by just comparing it to something else. But it did remind me a little bit of elements of Sayonara Wild Hearts, a game that is obviously way more of a music game than this one. Um, But ultimately, like, I feel like they kind of want to evoke some of that with like that music video stuff of like, and now we're transitioned into it. And I think like episode one and two are really seamless in kind of how they move into that space and a little playful in the interactivity. But, like, I remember in episode three, it just feels, like, hard cut, oh, we're in a music video now, and the music video is kind of, like, a very, like, overly emotional thing for, like, something that I feel like isn't executed all that well. So, yeah, it's just, it it just did not land for me. Um, That being said, I do know, like, a lot of people, like, when the reviews dropped today, like, a lot of people were into it, but I was, like... I'm not feeling it at all I don't I don't think Greg's had time to talk about it on content but I've been texting him because he's finished it and he's like yeah like I texted him about episode one too I'm like oh yeah I'm like into this and he's like why don't you just like keep playing and let me know what you think <laughs> and I think he knew what was waiting for me because we're the same person so yeah I, yeah.
4: I figured like uh, when you were talking about this in my head because I know Greg was excited about this and uh hearing you talk about it, I was like oh so Greg probably also hates this
3: <laughs> yeah. oh no a little bit <laughs> damn
2: I will say, I do. I, I think the art style was brought up before, but yeah, I I like the art style as well. I think the game looks really good. Yeah. And one thing I like that the game does is before you hop into any chapter, it tells you how long exactly the chapter is by the minute. Yeah. I mean, it'll tell you if it's 52 oh, minutes. Yeah, cool. 60 minutes long. That's and so the nice. first, and what surprised me even more is that, you know, I saw the first chapter it was 52 minutes. I was like, oh, that's an episode of TV, a longer episode of TV. Let me go through it. And halfway through, I needed to pause to do something. I paused and the thing had like the like the Netflix timeline feature of like, it pauses it pauses and tells tells you that there's 23 minutes left oh. and i was like oh, oh. shit yeah oh, it tells that's you how, rad. Much, how much like is left more... in each episode
1: it's a lot more akin to in a way like watching like a tv show which is kind of also how yeah. they couched it they're like join us on like watching this band kind of like take shape and while there is interactivity it definitely is like a lot more of like a passive experience which again is not bad like i enjoyed sitting there and just kind of again i was really in episode one and two not all into three and then four like i was into that one and then five i was and then the overall when i look at it when i kind of zoom out i'm like yeah this is very much a mixed bag for me and that's why i lean on just like not really recommending it because i'm like i didn't like it i see there's good stuff here but this project did not land for me Snow Michael, you know, we've,
3: Michael, we've kind of talked about it again janet but you got me fired up because you and i we talked about it as dusk falls right and that was a uh-huh. game where you know that's not really my cup of tea but i fell in love with the art style and i think the storytelling really had me on the edge of my seat am i gonna have a lot of choices like that you guys kind of talked about the choices but like does it feel like as dusk falls or is it completely different from that no no, it's not gonna be what i'm vibing with
1: it's completely different like it's just a different kind of game uh again i don't think the like my beef isn't that my choices don't matter because like it never said my choices would matter you know what i mean like it's very much just you adding your own little, like, coloring and flavoring to the experience. So they have their story they want to tell, and you can choose to maybe be, you know, in a in a conversation a little bit more aggressive or a little bit more understanding. By the end of the day, like, we're going to the same place um, in a way that's much more extreme than in a game like Life is Strange, which might, like, the first Life is Strange had, like, two endings, right? Like, at the end of the day, it had two endings. But the stuff along the way had its variations. Yeah. This is a lot more, like, it has its one core story. Um, to my knowledge, I don't think there's, like, different endings but i didn't check like the trophies or anything like that this is a lot more like you get to add like choices to kind of just kind of pull you in a little bit more to what you're doing so it's, that it yeah, does feel more, more like yeah it's more for it's you just than for the enjoyment.
2: because like exactly. even in life is strange like even though the like original life is Strange has two endings there's plenty of other things you can affect Right in terms of oh this person is going to end up depressed this person is going to like hurt this other person because of a choice you made right like there are all these different ripple effects that can happen in a lot of different choice games and I don't think there's any ripple effect happening in um, we are of ofk aside from the in the moment you say this thing you get this response and that's it um, which it feels very much it's it's taking you along the ride right it is I I I do think it, the framing of a TV show is because of that right like they want you to feel like you're um you're watching a thing right this is their story not necessarily yours um but yeah also to that point though like the the story i wish the story brought me in more you know like mike you're asking questions about could this be for me right i like sayonara i like um as this falls and immediately as you mentioned those other games i'm like yeah sayonara when i look at sayonara i'm like sayonara has i think more visual flair sayonara has a better soundtrack sayonara is more succinct right? Like, if if um, We Are OFK was two hours long, maybe I'd finish it. But it being this five-episode thing, and each episode seems to be an hour, and the last episode seeming to be a bit longer than that, too, uh, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't have that much time to spend in this thing that feels like it's trying to be somewhat experiential and somewhat you know, narrative-driven, but also light narrative at the same time. And I look at As This Falls, and As This Falls, you know, it, it keeps you engaged. It has things that are happening every other moment that's like, Oh, this character is this. Oh, this character showed up. Oh man, the sheriff is doing what now? And like, you're making choices in that 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 feel I, it, like, that affect what's happening in the story. Yeah, but also, I think have more gravity to them even when your choices don't even matter for the story, right? Because we have so much context into what these stories mean or what what these choices might mean to the characters internally. Where there are certain ch- choices I'm making in we are OK episode one, where I'm just like. I don't know, man. Why do I care? <laughs> like, why do I care what she what te- what they text back uh, in the in the situation? I don't really know this person like that yet. Um, and again, this is just me speaking to to episode one. i episode two through f- four, th- two through five is more Janet's bag. So you can tell me if that continues. But from the impression I get of it, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I gotta really keep playing this thing. Now, Janet, as somebody who has finished it, what would you give it on the kind of funny review scale? Of course, our review scale is one terrible two bad three okay four great and then a five out of five is amazing
1: all right i'm gonna fight no i'm just kidding i'm gonna go with three <laughs> out of five i think okay um not gonna lie i did think about the two so take for that what you will but mm. ultimately i do think there are like redeemable qualities there and like like i said episode one and two i was all in on this and really into it i think ultimately Besides the fact that, to your credit, Blast, it does dip into the heavily millennial, sad, creative vibes. I'm also like, hey, that shit's kind of real. So I'm like, mm-hmm. this is this is like my reality, right? Like, I feel like I've lived this. I've seen people live it. I totally get what they're going for. Um, but yeah, it just ultimately, I don't think they find as much nuance and intrigue within some of the characters they introduce and within the overall like plot line that they have Um, and I also think some elements of the music video integration leaves a bit to be desired Um, so yeah so I I think it's just okay Um, that being said it's not a game I like again or recommend but that doesn't mean that I can't acknowledge the thing, the layers where it's like almost getting there. And I, I think it's what's, what kind of became so frustrating about the experience where I'm like, I was so into it. And then like three, I wasn't into it, but then four, I was kind of into it again. And then I was like 65 minutes left of the game. I'm like, this is just my day today. We're just gonna <laughs> grind this out and, and see where it takes us. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see what comes of uh, future projects. But yeah, not, not one that I will have on any end of the year really discussions ultimately.
2: Now... I want to take us to the opposite end of the indie spectrum uh, to finalize this first segment of Gamescast and talk about Rollerdrome. Barrett, Mm. you've gotten to get your hands on Rollerdrome, of course. We've done the preview. I did the preview with Tim. I've right. also talked to uh, talked to him about it on uh, Games Daily, but I don't think you've gotten the chance to spill about your thoughts on Rollandrome. Yeah, where you I, at with it?
4: I just started it last night um, and have been kind of uh, playing it in the background while uh, uh, we rewatched uh, My Hero Academia, and then also in the middle of uh, today's uh, stream, I was playing it a little bit more. And I think. From what I understand, there's 16 levels, and there's like four uh, kind of like uh, parts of a tournament that you're in, and each turn, each like quarterfinal, semi, uh, and then final has four levels. From what I understand, and so I think I'm like two thirds of the way through. I think I'm I'm halfway through the the semifinals right now. Uh, And I'm enjoying it. I I really dig it. I I definitely understand the appeal that like uh, you and Tim talked about uh, and even uh, Jake Baldino that we recorded screencast with yesterday before we started. He's like, guys, roller drum is he was like going off and off about roller drum and uh, how it seems to be his game of the year so far. And yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. I don't think I'm good at it. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> it's a hard game. It's not. It's not an easy game. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll make that clear. But I. I like going into it. It definitely has that Tony Hawk appeal of. Uh, you have all these different objectives that you're trying to do. Classic Tony Hawk uh, pro skater, right? Of you mm-hmm. know, do this certain trick by this thing. You know, uh, 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 kill a guy while like doing a grind and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm liking it so far. I. I still want to uh, beat it. I don't know if I'll like go back to it to do all the the objectives but i'm definitely enjoying it uh i like the the context of the the way the game contextualized some of the gameplay elements right you're it's 2030 uh this roller jump thing is kind of like this uh sport that uh late stage capitalism has uh, created uh to entertain people were uh you're actually like uh, killing people in this arena, people are trying to kill you. Uh at one point you're fighting uh, or trying to like bl- blow up like big machines that have people in them and it's uh it's insane and I like how they contextualize it. There's some some stages in between the levels where you can like go around and read things and uh I think at one point like right before like a almost like a boss fight situation where I was fighting this really giant like mech scorpion spider looking thing. Um it's uh, like I saw like a like a like a uh, like these little like post it notes that were saying like oh we got to like amp up the the difficulties we would like your character uh name i i forget their their name but like kara hassan uh, yeah uh we need to get her out and like we need to ramp up the difficulty for her so she doesn't get into the the finals and stuff like that and uh, i i really like how they kind of contextualize the game getting harder as the uh the sport goes on because they're trying to like kick you out essentially and, and and get you murdered uh for entertainment value which uh again very cool uh uh and depressing uh, kind of uh, uh uh gift wrapping around a really fun tony hawk pro skater kind of game with guns
2: yeah yeah I, i'm i'm right there with you like i i'm very surprised by i guess not surprised i'm blown away by it by this game uh by the time i finished it i was like i can't believe they pulled off this concept of yeah tony hawk with guns but then also doing it with flying colors um, where the, like, not only is the game super fun to play, the art style is really great, and then also the places in which I would have have notes for the game. Like, the game finds ways to even make those moments, um, uh, not as... Uh, like boring. Like for me, mm. I, for the thing that comes to mind is the walking, walking sim stuff between the levels. Where you know, usually in a, in a, in a fast paced action game like Roller I'm like, why am I walking? Why am I reading things? Why am I? But like those parts are so short. And then like, right? There are some interesting tidbits in there where I'm like, oh shit, what is this? Like, what's going on here? Like, like you say, yeah. right? Like there's the the clues in there to kind of tell you what's going on with the competition and pe- people who are scheming against the the main character and all that. But then also they have these really cool transitions where. You'll be hanging out in a locker room. You'll open a door, and all of a sudden, like you are skating and you're going into the next level. Yeah, uh, and, the, and the always like the title, title card
4: hits too because you you go through you start the game with like kind of learning the mechanics and stuff. You got to like uh, complete this training to be able to even compete in the in roller drum, right? And then it, it takes you to this first person segment, and like Blessing says, where you uh, open a door in the first person segment, and then it transitions into you just skating in third person, and then the title card hits with just roller drum and like big lo- white letters. So, it's tight. so cool, yeah.
2: It's it's sick as hell. I,
4: um, yeah, I don't How far know, are you from beating it? Uh, probably another hour or okay. uh, probably another hour. I don't think the levels are, are super long. I'm definitely it, not it's hitting It's a shorter the, game. Yeah, I'm not hitting like the the target times. I'm definitely like taking my time each level because instead of like trying to beat it as fast as possible uh, for each level. I'm just trying to, like, get all of, like, the... Uh, check all the boxes, essentially, of, uh, you know, get all the uh, combo collectible coin things yeah. and and all that stuff. So I've been taking my time with it, so it'll probably be, like, another hour. I don't know if I'll keep going uh, back to play it. Like, uh, this isn't, like... a as it's, not, a a neon dick- white it's not neon white for me that uh, that's mm-hmm. what i'll say but i am really enjoying my time with it and i think so far i would give it like a i would agree with uh i think some uh maybe you guys were talking about it yesterday but uh i think it's like a four out of five on uh, on the kind of funny scale i think it's a great game
2: mm. yeah i don't think i didn't give it a review score on the on kitchen we talked about it but if i was to give one uh today i think i would pro- Ooh, it's actually tough because i could see the argument for giving it a five out of five i think it's a mm. pristine game. Um, I I think it does very little wrong. You know, if I had a if I had a nitpick and get into the flaws with it, I think sometimes the combat can get a, a little bit messy and a little bit much to manage, especially yeah. when there's a lot going on. And the game asks you to do so much at the same time. Yeah. Where it's like
4: get a high score, you've got and then you got like three snipers aiming at you, and also like four yeah. rockets like being shot at you at once, and that and now there's flamethrowers being shot at you uh, from a distance as well. It, it can be a lot on screen for sure. It
2: it could be a lot on, on screen, and I think it could be very intense on intensive on the player what it is yeah three sniper shots that are loaded at you that you have to keep on rolling you have to keep interrupting your combos um i think on a certain level that can get a little less fun but i also think that that is then leading into more fun once you master that and once you are on the like top tier level of play i'm sure that becomes a oh no man i just fucking dodge this way do this front flip do this trick grind this way and i'm sure it becomes just like you're straight up in a flow state mm. um but yeah aside from that though like I think the style is dope I think the visuals are dope I think the
4: uh
2: I wish the soundtrack is better I think the soundtrack is very fine I, yeah. I feel like it's a bit And, that, and when you guys
4: previewed the game and said the soundtrack was fine I I, I didn't feel guilty where like I've been playing the the game like uh silent so far just because we mm-hmm. I was watching uh, playing it while we were watching TV last night and then playing it while running the the stream earlier so I didn't feel super guilty uh with that and yeah I think that it solidifies with a four out of five for me just because Mm. I'm not thinking about it when I'm away from it. It's not one of those things where it's like, unless like the last like level and the story blows up and crazy stuff, like I, I don't really think this game is going to like stick with me in that kind of way. So that's why I, like, it, it's great at what it does. It, it does. Uh, there's some cool concepts there, but it's not leaving me like, oh my God, this is, uh, th- 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 yeah, this is a, a five out of five. Uh, Mike, you had a question. What, what oh, man,
3: y'all are selling me on this game. You're getting me super hyped up because yeah. this does seem like a game that I would really dig, right? Because I love Tony Hawk, I love skate. When I think of, like, my fan Pedro and then mixed with Wave Break, which is the jet ski murder fest type game that I really like. Like, now you got me sold, but then, of course, you just touched on the soundtrack, which was what I was going to ask about. Doesn't sound like it's banging as much as I want to. But then I wanted to talk about gameplay and controls, right? I'm a really big nitpick when it comes to these roller skating skate games, right? We talked about Skatebird and that just controls didn't feel quite right, right? It wasn't as tight as I needed it to be. When I talk about this, I want to know about the controls. How does that feel? How does that react, and are they tight enough? And then also, like, how deep blessing can I get into my trick Duffy, right? Like, mm. are we talking, like, I'm doing really dope tricks while murdering people? And also, what is the blend of skating, shooting, tricking out, you know, like, is that blend good? Like, what? that's a lot of mechanics thrown into one here. So in terms of controls, I think it controls
2: great. It controls like a Tony Hawk game. So don't even okay. think like skate, right? Can, the control scheme legit is, you know, you're pre- you're holding X to, to jump, right? You are pressing triangle to grind. Square is your trick button. And that is slightly different t- from Tony Hawk where Tony Hawk has your flip tricks and your grab tricks. Yeah. Um, it is all grab tricks in Roller Drone because you're roller skating, right? You're not um, uh, roller... No, you're not skateboarding. Uh, and so like it is all grab tricks, and you are doing that on square, which is a bit different from Tony Hawk, but it's not a hard thing to get used to. In terms of the blend of everything, I think it works really well, uh, mainly because it it all feeds back with each other, where you want to keep doing tricks because that is how you reload. And so as you're shooting, you don't have a, you don't have unlimited ammo, right? Your ammo is fairly limited. And so you want to keep doing tricks so that you can reload so that you can continue to, continue to shoot people. And the more you kill people, that's how you get your combo multiplier up. Uh, on on your tricks and so like you will have objectives like the tony hawk objectives that are get 100 points on this session or whatever and if you really want to get there you gotta do you gotta do the tricks while killing people to get that combo meter up uh and like not have it stop right you got to con- do that continuously and so i think it's a really good blend i think it's really good feedback feedback loop both ways to make sure you're doing tricks and also killing people at the same time um and in terms of how deep the trick duffy is it's not honestly it's not crazy deep you do have variety right like uh you have the you know the uh regular directions that you can point to for your um uh you know your grabs right up up square down square all that stuff you can then do doubles right up up square down down square for additional tricks you know same with left and rights um you can do that for the grinds too um but i it kind of ends there at least from what i've seen in terms of the amount of tricks it doesn't have a special meter like like uh like what you have in tony hawk where you're doing the worm on your skateboard or anything like that and then also you know i think overall there's just like not as many tricks. You don't have a book of tricks that you're customizing and all that stuff the way you can do in a in a Tony Hawk game. Right. And, uh, and
4: I think that's necessary too, just because you're also you have to focus on uh, killing a bunch of dudes with you know uh, dual pistols and a shotgun yeah. and stuff like that. And so I think they I think they found a good balance with it. I, I, and I, I think that's uh, something that I think you will enjoy, Mike. And as t- in terms of oh. tightness, it's nothing like Scaper. I I, I also mm. ch- played that game for ten minutes. And I was like, nope. Uh, hard and opened. I was a little worried about this one just because I didn't know what the momentum was going to feel like and all that stuff. But I, I think it's got a good flow uh, when you're when you're in control and stuff like that. So, complete.
2: Yeah. Well, now Listen, oh, let me steal
4: saying. five five minutes really quick. I probably oh, so I'll go
3: fast. I got Yo, change from, from
1: five seconds to five minutes. I got it. I called t- that, call that switch. Thank <laughs> you,
3: Dan. You saw it. I need to tell everybody really quick about inside the back rooms. This oh game God. has taken over my life. It's the only thing I can think about. And it is a ton of fun with friends. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, Snowbike Mike, what the hell is that? If you think, think of Phasmophobia, but a little bit scarier and more puzzle solving instead of capturing the ghosts and identifying the ghosts. This game is a blast with friends and it's a must play. It's $5 on Steam. And I really, really like this indie game. And I'm someone who doesn't like horror games, but I've gotten good scares out of it. We've had good times with friends trying to puzzle solve and it's creepy as all hell. So I just wanted to take a moment, really hype up the audience to check out this game, because I can't stop thinking about this for the past three days since me and Nick started it. And it's like uh. this creepy, like... You took me in the back rooms. I was, I was shaking in my pants.
4: Blessing, I took I you scared. there. I took you there. You know what? I threw you to the wolves. I fucked that up, Blessing. That's my fault, right? But like... It is really well, you cool. Also, you, you had him start up the game, and then you took five minutes to be like, let's do in-game voice <laughs> chat instead of talking on Discord. That's it, what you did on this. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, like, the yeah, you brought
2: might... me in the game, and nobody explained the rules to <laughs> yeah, me. And so it's just yeah. me jumping in blind. But it felt it, like... Um, and like it, remind, it reminded me of Slenderman,
4: right? Like a oh, four-player yes. Slenderman. And and, and, and and to give context, like the idea of the backrooms is like a similar creepypasta story where it's like people getting. Mike has only uh, talked about like people getting clipped out of existence and being uh somewhere in the back room, which is just, like this infinite like old office space that's like yellow and, and creepy. Yeah, it's, it's really terrifying in
3: there. yeah, it's terrifying in there. And they have four levels right now. We we're getting deeper and deeper every single time we stream it, but it is cool because there's a threat, right? Like, the first couple of rooms are, hey, get your bearings, understand what the back rooms are, get lost in the maze of it all, and then the next rooms, they add, like, the monsters that are finding you in the back rooms to murder you, right? And it's, like, it's really fun to identify the monsters, run away from them, play kind of cat and mouse, but also, like I said, the puzzle solving is really cool in this one, right? Like, me, Baron, and Nick had a hell of a time trying to figure out what puzzle we need to do, what the map layout is, and I mean, Blessing, I've told you this before, Janet, I have an obsession with learning maps in video games. There's some sort of passion I have about that from Grand Theft Auto as a kid to Call of Duty Warzone. I love finding out the map layout and running around and identifying certain areas and be like, oh, I'm here, I'm there. Like once you figure out the back rooms, it's really fun to be like speed running through it like we did today. So I wanted to make sure everybody knew about this fun indie horror game right now on Steam. Five bucks up to four players. It's like Phasmophobia, four players together solving puzzles and trying to get out of the back room. Please check it out, it's dope.
2: Hell yeah. Well, now it's time to play a different game. Uh, A game called Bless Who. Now, of course, Bless Who is the Gamescast post-show segment where I conjure up a different quiz game. Kind of Feedy has been the one that's taken the the post-show world by storm. Uh, The adults are out, right? Tim's gone, Greg's gone, Andy's gone. There's nobody here to stop me from playing Kind of Feudy on the main show. So that is what we're gonna do after the break. Um, and it's a special one, because usually if Kind of Feudy has five rounds. I may bring it up to 10 rounds, um, but you'll get to experience that right after this commercial break. Uh, of course, let me tell you about Patreon.com, just Kind of Funny Games, where you can go and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you
0: about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, who powers all of the merch on kindoffunny.com slash store. Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale, including Kind of Funny and Rooster Teeth. Shopify has thousands of integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots and beyond. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Go to shopify.com/kfgames that's all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Again, that is shopify.com slash kf games grow your business with shopify today go to shopify.com slash kf games right now shopify.com slash kf games now andy Take it away.
5: Shout out to Uplift for sponsoring this episode. I've been using my Uplift desk for well over a year now. I love the thing so much, I decided to write a rap song for them. The build quality is real good. It's made of real high quality wood. They didn't ask for it, I just did it anyway. Getting my Uplift desk immediately improved my mood. Whenever I'm on shows, I'm standing up, I'm feeling a lot more energetic. And also, I kind of feel like I was just maybe creating some bad habits sitting down at a desk all day. I would move my legs up, I'd sit underneath my legs on my chair, and eventually, all that stuff just created really bad back pain for me. Choose from laminate, whiteboard, bamboo, solid wood, butcher block, or even custom solid wood or laminate options. Uplift Desk won New York Times Wire Cutters Best Standing Desk from 2019 to 2022. And while I'm at it, I'm just going to give them an award as well. Best Standing Desk that I use in my bedroom from when they sent it to me until now. Uplift Desk have a 15 year warranty. They ship the same day you order with free shipping and free return shipping. So if you've been feeling the effects of sitting at a desk for eight hours a day, Day. maybe you want some more energy in your life maybe you want to do squats in the middle of a zoom call or something uplift your life go to com slash uplift and now we're back barrett play the jingle
2: yo what's up welcome to bless who the games cast quiz segment, hosted by yours truly i'm joined today by janet mike and barrett Ladies and gentlemen,
3: are you ready for Kinda Feudy?
4: Yeah! So
3: excited. I'm gonna bring a lot of energy to this one. Like, we're on family Feud, just so you know. So, like, there's gonna gonna be clapping, there's gonna be cheering, like, we're gonna do that.
2: Now, I will say, we should probably pause the music, because I I don't know if if Steve Harvey
4: is gonna be happy about us playing this in the main We don't get tagged when it's uh, on the back end, so I I, I say we're fine.
2: okay, okay. Okay, okay. Well, of course, I'm sure plenty of people out there haven't heard the rules. The rules are simple. I've surveyed over 1,300 members of the Kinda Funny audience on a number of prompts. Each round, I'm going to read to you a prompt and will ask each of you which answer that you think the Kinda Funny best friends gave the most. I've narrowed down to five answers per prompt. If you give give a correct answer, the more popular the answer, the more points you will receive. For example, I might ask you to name an incredible open-world RPG... If Janet says Skyrim and it's number one, they'll net her 50 points. If Mike says The Witcher and it's number two, they'll net him 40 points. If Barrett says Fallout 3 and that's number 3 that they'll net him 30 points, and so on and so forth. It's round robin. Each player will get a max of two guesses per round. Last place goes first after the first round. Whoever gets the most points after 10 rounds wins. Contestants, are you ready?
1: Woo! Yeah, because as soon as you said open world RPG, all of the open world RPGs left my mind, and I was oh like God. panicked. Oh even yeah. was oh, an and uh, let me tell you, Janet,
4: I don't know if you've done a kind of feudi, but the kind of funny audience who likes to write in really likes to fuck with us, and really likes to write in a like lot of l's on
1: TikTok on yeah. our TikTok page. Yeah. So I'm like ready to be in one of these L's yeah. and see that on my for you page. So let's go. I'm let's ready go. to get hurt today.
2: Number one, name a video game franchise that Tim Gettys loves. Name a video game franchise that Tim Gettys loves. We're gonna start off with Janet. Mario. Janet says Mario. Janet.
3: That's a good answer. Good answer. That'll net you ten points.
1: Whoa! Ten points? See what i <laughs> That's <laughs> not Getty! good.
3: That's not good, Janet. There's there's two bigger ones right no, now. No, it's not mind.
1: good. That's not good. It's not good.
3: Mike, you're up next. It's a tough one because there's two big ones here. And I see, need to know I, which I, I'm, one's I'm going the biggest three. one. I'm going oh, three, see, Mike. I have two in my mind. I'm uh, going to go with, I'm going to go with what hopefully is the biggest, but it might be second. Crash Bandicoot. Mike says Crash Bandicoot. Mike,
2: that'll net you 50 points. That was Damn our number it. one answer. That's a great answer. Great answer. Barrett, you're up next. Can you can you say it again? Name a video game franchise that Tim <sighs> Geddes
4: loves. Fuck. There's two answers that definitely have to be on here. Don't take my answer. (laughs) Fuck. I'm going to go with my heart, and I'm going to say Pokemon.
2: Barrett says Pokemon. Barrett, they'll net you 30 points. That's the third most popular answer. He's a Pokemon man. He's a Pokemon man, folks. Janet, we're back to you.
1: Also, when I was thinking of Pokemon, I'm like, Tim either definitely is or definitely isn't. Pokemon. It. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Tony Hawk. I just think of the kind of funny live where he wanted uh, to sing the Pokemon theme song with everybody. That'll
1: never be. Who doesn't want that. Who doesn't want to sing it, though? That's true. Tony That's Hawk?
4: everybody. Yeah. Janet says Tony
1: Hawk.
2: I'm Great Janet's answer. Scared. Great answer. Tony Hawk is not on the list, though. I
1: can't believe this. Jen. What? This is no. no, no.
2: Okay. Oh.
3: Okay. Oh. okay, kind of funny best friends. Clearly, oh.
4: you haven't been listening
2: at all. That's
1: Bring here he's doing tell him,
2: wait. You, know, you know what's fucked up is that tim would have guessed tony hawk if yeah tim would have guessed tony crazy hawk
3: shit yeah, I feel like, okay whatever mike you're up next man janet took my tony hawk i'm glad <laughs> sorry janet you had to you're take welcome. that l for me i was gonna go for that one that's crazy talk so now i have to find another gaming franchise not just like a single game right because last year he was beating the drum for just one single game these are like
4: franchises, bless.
3: Yep. Name a video game. Franchise. I mean, a game
4: yeah. could be a franchise, Mike. And uh, Yeah, but like that is,
3: man. Okay. What does Tim Getty's like? I we don't want to keep it up too long. Um, I'm going to go with. Let's go with Halo and Master Chief. It's a, it's a tough guess, but it might be on there. Mike says, Halo. Mike, Halo is not on the list. Oh, man, that's tough. We got
2: one more from Barry Courtney.
4: This was the other one in my head because I know it's the 40-point answer. It's Super Smash Brothers. Uh, great Super answer. Smash Brothers. Great Barrett, answer.
2: You got that exactly right. That'll make yep. you 40 points. That oh, was a second most Tim popular Gettys. answer. I know
4: Tim.
3: Woo! Great answer.
2: So in that round, Mike got 50 points with Crash Bandicoot. Barrett got 40 points with Super Smash Brothers. Barrett got 30 points with Pokemon. And Janet oh, got 10 points with Mario. Barrett. Where have you been tabulating points? Yeah, I'm tabulating
4: all? points as well. So okay, uh, where does that leave us? Uh, right now, I am in the the lead with the 70 points. Mike is in second place with 50 points right behind me, and Janet is in third place with 10 points. But Janet, do not be co- discouraged. Every week we learn it's anybody's game. game. I'm more of a game. second
1: half player, yes, you know. So half. yeah, yeah.
4: Of course, it is anybody's game because last place
2: goes first. Uh, uh, and so let's get into it. Round number two. Name a highly anticipated game that ended up flopping. Oh, oh name um, a highly anticipated game that ended up flopping, Janet. Oh. Cyberpunk. Janice is Cyberpunk. Janet, but, that was our number
3: one answer. That'll make yeah. you fifty points. Damn. Yes. Man. Mike, you're next. Highly anticipated game that ended up flopping. I said Cyberpunk. I mean, I'm gonna go with like my heart right now, and I'm gonna speak the truth. Halo Infinite.
2: Oh, Mike. Mike, the host of the X-Cast, is oh, <laughs> I'm hard on him. Mike, <laughs> Halo Infinite,
4: not on the list. Oh, Mike. Tough one. You, you got to take the L there, especially. Like, you being the Xbox host. And just remember, this isn't the, the post-show, Mike. Like, it's not just the Patreons watching. People you got the regular me. YouTube I it out. They're going to be I've mad. They're going to be mad. It out, people. Barrett, you're up next. <sighs> Anticipated video game that flapped. And now flops, right, we think of, like, games that failed when they first came out. Mm. But do the kind of funny audience count games that flops but then came back? That came back Mm. from the grave? Why don't you just say it and
1: find out? I'm going to say it and find (laughs) out (laughs) out, because it's the
4: only game I can think of right now. I'm going to say No Man's Sky. Oh, No Man's Sky. Barrett says No Man's Sky. Barrett,
2: they'll net you 20 points. That was our fourth most popular answer. Mm -hmm. Very good Good, guess. Good choice. I got one. Next up. Janet we're back to you
1: fallout 76 damn it Janet oh.
2: <laughs> Janet says fallout 76 Janet fallout 76 is not on the list this is, okay thanks wow. Janet thanks Janet
1: What? That, I maybe you know what we don't have time for people I will are insane just, there. just keep going it's okay Jesus.
2: next up Mike
3: Uh, Well, she took my Fallout 76, which is the correct answer, Janet. You are right, so I want you to know that. Uh, I'm going to go deep in my Duffy, and if you know me, you know the answer. That's Hood Outlaws and Legends, baby. I don't
4: know if those are highly anticipated (laughs) games, Mike.
2: That's Hood Outlaws and Legends. (laughs) Mike says Hood Outlaws and Legends. Mike, Hood Outlaws and Legends is not on the list. Damn, damn. We got one more guest from the one and only Barrett Courtney. What games have been said so far, Bless. Uh, Janet gave the 50-point answer with Cyberpunk 2077. And, of course, Barrett gave the 20-point answer with No Man's Sky.
1: I said Fallout, which is not on the list.
4: Uh, and then Fallout wasn't on the list. And then...
2: Big time game. Big time game. Name a, highly, name a highly anticipated
4: game that ended up flopping. Oh, man. This is rough. Listen. I'm going to go... I, this is my, this is the last guess for this round, correct?
3: Mm, yeah, guess. the last. last okay, guess. Okay, so I'm just
4: gonna talk out loud then, because no one can go after me. Of like, mm. okay. do I go with the recency bias here and go Mario Strikers? I'm thinking of a Mario sports uh, game because like the sports games have been like big flops as of late. I'm gonna go with my gu- I'm gonna go Mario Strikers. I'm gonna say that Barrett says Mario Strikers. Barrett, Mario Strikers is not on the list. Yeah, now listen, we're all stars. Is
1: Recore I'm, on the list?
2: Recore is, is You guys gotta. The list. <laughs> you guys gotta think bigger. All right. I understand Look, that this is the main Mike, show. Me and
1: Recore and Hood Outlaws. Okay. We're <laughs> yeah, so we covering. All right.
2: And Mario Strick. I understand this is the main show. I understand you're I nervous. Mean, but sh- guys, don't sh- overthink just it. Came, it. Just came you out. You guys so are I... overthinking it. Okay. 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 Listen, what is it? You guys should have never couple. looked
1: forward to Mario yeah. Strick. Yeah. So First of all, I
2: realized that. in number one, I did. not give you the last one for name of video game franchise. that Tim Gettys love. Oh yeah. The one that you guys missed was Sonic. Sonic the fuck the fucking uh, that was the 20 point answer yeah uh, and also Tony Hawk was six Sonic four, six more votes
1: off Mar- I mean I guess he's dressed as Sonic in the <laughs> oh yeah Tim Getty's left Sonic he has the Sonic yeah. chain yeah he's dressed as Sonic in the the freaking opening I should have probably gotten yeah, that yeah. but
2: that's uh, only three seconds see, I, I long it's impossible to who see, isn't dressed yeah, as Sonic though at one
1: point in their life you know what <laughs> I mean
2: <laughs> I mean that's fair yeah. uh the ones that you guys missed for name a highly anticipated game that ended up flopping at 10 points you would have guessed Mass Effect Andromeda uh, uh, oh oh at thirty points, you would have guessed Marvel's Avengers. No. Oh! And at forty points, you would have guessed Anthem. Oh! oh.
4: That flops so hard Camel I didn't even remember that win. game. Yeah, forgot Honestly, that
2: game existed. That... Honestly, fair. <laughs> Honestly, fair. Uh, with that one, Barrett or uh, sorry, Janet got uh, fifty points with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which brings her up to sixty points. And Barrett got twenty points with No Man's Sky, which brings him up to ninety points. Number three, name. A gaming franchise that starts with the letter j name a gaming franchise that starts with the letter j we're gonna start off with mike Shit. <laughs> okay that's
3: not good <laughs> that's not that's not what i wanted <laughs> right, oh, shit. with the letter j okay i have two in my mind right now i think of the kind of funny audience and i think one is probably not going to get brought up so i'm going to go with Jade Empire,
2: Mike says. Jade Empire, Mike. Jade Empire will net you zero points. That is oh, not on the list. Damn, mean.
4: that's
2: tough. Day is tough. Oh damn! No wait. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Janet Garcia, you're up next.
1: Just dance.
2: Great, Janet, Janet says, "Just Great. dance." Janet, they will net you thirty points. That was our third most popular answer. Mm. Barrett, you're up next.
4: Look at me, blessing. Look at me, blessing. Let me full screen you. I'm looking at you now. I want you to look me in the eyes. Oh, I'm looking just at for, you just, just, for like, just for like a second. Just so, I can read just so you know,
2: you're full screen. You can't see the reflection of anything off my glasses. Uh,
4: yeah, I know. No, I, <laughs> no, I'm not looking at you full screen. You're looking at me full screen. So I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm just I, I just want to look in your eyes just so I can read off of you. And I'm going to go mm. with Jet Force Gemini.
2: Mm. Barrett
4: says Jet Force Gemini. Barrett, that'll let you 10 points. That was our fifth uh, most popular answer. I knew it, was, <laughs> it, it felt a little too obscure, but I know people know you love that game. So that was the that oh, yeah. one I thought of.
2: That was a good call. Uh, Mike, we're back to you.
3: Okay. Now I circle back to two and they're, they're, they're probably low on the list. And my issue, I can't think of anything J's in my mind right now. That's coming to me. Um, okay. I'll give you a hint. I'm thinking anime or I'm thinking dinosaurs. (laughs) And so my issue right now is I'm going to go with Jurassic world evolution.
2: Mike says Jurassic world evolution. Mike, it's not on the list. Damn it! We're back to Janet.
1: Just cause. Damn it, Janet! God you're so good at it Janet.
2: Janet says just cause. Janet, they will net you forty points. That was our second most popular answer. I gotta win this wow. round because
1: my name says a J. That's my Starbucks order. Game.
2: <laughs> Barrett, you're a final
3: answer. i say jump force.
1: <laughs> no,
4: I'm not <laughs> say saying jump, jump force. force. Wait, okay. So uh, which which slots have been taken so far? Blessing.
2: Uh, So far, at 40 points, uh, Janet guessed Just Cause, and then Mm. at 30 points, Janet guessed Just Dance. Uh, And then, of course, at 10 points, you guessed Jet Force Gemini.
4: So you got your 20-point answer Uh, and your 50-point answer left. See, there's a chance that the Jump Force Gemini uh, answer, or the Jump Force Jump Force is 20 points. There's no shot it's the 50-point answer. And I just feel really dumb that I can't think of, like, what is the obvious answer that starts with J? And I feel like oh. a fucking idiot right now. And oh Janet just, yeah. just got it. Janet just got it. I can think of one that starts with K, blessing. His name's Knack. Mm. Oh. Mm. Ooh. Look Janet. Janet's covering her face. Oh yeah, I figured out too. Janet I Janet mean, knows. You got I'm it. the last guest. There's no more guessing after this. this. is
1: the thing. Why do y'all have so much? Like, am I supposed to be editorializing this? Like, let's just throw out the words and walk throw, away. throw some mm.
4: words out, baby. Mm. I'm just, I'm just like trying to, 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 you know, fill time here as my brain thinks. I'm gonna go with Mike's suggestion, Jump Force. Because oh, you should have looked at oh Janet's God. face. Yep. Yeah, Sarah said it Jump now. Force. Jump Force
2: is not on the list. Is yeah, it Jared. Jedi Fall
1: Order? Oh, There's not Jedi Fall in Order. I was gonna
2: go with Jack and Dexter or oh
1: Jack. Oh, oh, didn't my God, that's good. That's I didn't even think of that. That's I want you to
3: right. know I thought of it blessing I called it Daxter game. and Jack. How? Oh,
2: you know. thought it was
1: Daxter and Jack. That's so funny. I called it Daxter and Jack. All oh, well, I could God. think of was Just Dance, Just Cause, in Jupiter. That's it. Jupiter's not a game, though, I don't think.
2: Well, guess what? If any of you guys uh, guessed Jack and Daxter, that would have netted you 50 points. Fuck! Oh, and our our 20-point really answer...
1: embarrassing.
2: Our 20-point answer was Jet Set Radio. Jet Set oh. Radio. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so with that one, Janet got 40 points and then 30 points with just Even Cause When I win, I lose. Dan. And then Barrett got uh, 10 points with Jet Force Gemini. Barrett,
4: where does that leave our score? Right now, Janet has made it up. It is now in the lead with 130 points. And I'm not mm-hmm. too far behind in second place at 100 points. And Mike, still in the double digits in third place at 50 points. Let me tell you, I love playing this game with Mike so much because Mike will <laughs>
2: find answers that i would never have even thought of <laughs> mike uh, is gifted at finding like the worst possible answers to this game <laughs> but also like hey listen maybe it'll work out for you maybe this is my how you duffy win. i mm-hmm. can't believe Fallen
1: order is on the list though because it's well, star wars,
2: called star wars I've... yeah, yeah. It's Star oh, Wars. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah number four name the best 3d platformer franchise not made by nintendo Oh, Name okay. the best 3 platformer franchise not made by Nintendo. Mike,
3: you're up first. Oh, I get to go first. Oh, this is great. Okay, I actually, we talk a lot about it on the X-Cast, so I should be ready to rock and roll. Let's go with Banjo and Kazooie. Mike says Banjo-Kazooie.
2: Mike, they will net you 30 points. That was our third most Solid. popular answer. Solid. Not bad, Michael. Great start. Uh, Barrett, it's on you.
4: I wouldn't classify this as a 3D platformer, but knowing our audience, I feel like they most likely wrote this in, and I will say Ratchet and Clank.
3: God
2: damn oh. it. Barrett says Ratchet and Clank. Barrett, and I'll let you 40 points. That was our second yeah. most popular Good answer. on, yeah,
4: Interesting. You don't classify that as a 3D platformer? I, I, I think of it more as a shooter. Mm. Oh. oh. Yeah,
1: no. like I see, I see it as a shooter. hybrid,
4: Yeah, but I can, I can see the argument. Can
1: you repeat the question? <laughs>
4: Name the
2: best 3D platformer franchise that is not made by Nintendo. Janet, it oh is your turn. God.
1: You know what? I'm going to ro- roll the dice and say Jack and Daxter.
2: <laughs> oh! Janet said Jack and Daxter. Janet, Jack and Daxter is not on the list.
1: Just- oh! oh, oh. Fuck, the disrespect! This okay. is, there's no, okay. Because uh, only right.
4: really the first game is a, a 3D platform, you think All of them, just because like you have it. a guns mean,
1: it's not 3D platform. And then okay. the this second game, they're just... like,
4: let's just make GTA for whatever reason and I not have... stick with the formula of the great first game and just make it an entirely different If I spend time game.
1: on all the ways I've been pained today, we will mm. run over time. <laughs> so uh,
4: I have three really great ones. I'm
3: going to go with the correct one, but I'm going to give you two a little hint. It starts with a G. And it's a glove, Glover. But now that's not my answer. Blessing. I'm not taking anything with Glover. And that's for the old so, school fans. Uh, I'm, so I'm gonna go, to go with <laughs> I'm gonna go with Little Big Planet, Sackboy's Adventure area. Mike, uh, Mike says Little Big Planet
2: slash Sackboy's Adventure. I'll go ahead and say that neither of those are on the list. You suck, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah. What? laughs>
1: that's that's a little wild. Well, well, that's little a Big, big great Planet answer
2: is Mortuus, right? Damn the the, the only the only. It's it's a 2D platformer. The only yeah. 3D platformer, is Little is Big Planet, would be Sackboy Big Adventure,
1: which isn't Little Big Planet technically.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'll be killing.
2: And that. also, like, who's picking? I love Sac And, Boy, and Big No one adventure. played it that Sac game. Sackboy's
4: good. That's Nobody's good gonna pick
2: Sackboy Big Adventure. Five
4: people have well, played that game, and it's blessing. And everybody that Janet lives with—that's all who played Sackboy's Big Adventure. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think Gary
2: would and also. We're gonna
1: keep <laughs> playing until today. we hit the credits, okay?
2: Sure. Next up, Mike just went, right? Yeah. Yeah. Barrett, you're up next. Say it again. Name the best 3D platformer franchise not made by Nintendo. Uh, Ratchet and & Clank and Banjo
4: have been the ones given for 40 and 30 points. Mike's pointing at something, but, like, he shouldn't be because I think he has another guess, or maybe... No, that was his second guess, I think. Um, yeah, it was. I can't see what he's pointing at. I think at. Mike's
2: trying to probably pointing at Glover. <laughs> he's pointing at Glover, probably. Oh, yeah,
4: shout out to Glover. Um... See, in my heart of hearts, there's an answer that should be in here, but I don't trust the kind of funny audience to write in with, uh, with that. I'm going to see if Jack and Dexter was on here. I don't think that other franchise is going to be on here either. I'm going to go with Astrobot. Barrett oh. says Astrobot. Barrett,
2: Astrobot will net you 10 points. That was our fifth most popular answer. I'll take Janet, it. Janet, you're our final answer
1: generous to say it's a series when one of the games is debatably not a game but i'm gonna go crash
2: oh janet says crash janet crash bandicoot was our number one answer that'll God make you 50 it. points That's oh, great answer. Oh, oh shit i was surprised my favorite I'll...
1: genre and i'm like i'm not gonna get any points it's so embarrassing
2: i was surprised nobody <laughs> led with crash i thought crash would have been an, an, an early one
1: and he was so 2d for a while i mean he was yeah. like 3d i guess but like i don't know i don't I'm, think of the Crash ain't really hitting that hard. Uh, more than gratitude. like, it's a little surprising.
2: I I don't, I, I'm i not a fan of the Crash games. I think they're mid. I like
1: Crash. But that's a totally so different thing. Apparently, okay. so he fucking loves wow. Crash, okay? Also, so Bless,
3: for everyone in what the up? audience and you, when you're on this side, Bless, you're in the chair, your mind just becomes blank the <laughs> moment you end the question.
4: <laughs> and I had answers. You also doubt yourself, too. Because, like, Psychonauts <laughs> should be on this list, but it's not. Oh. Conker's Bad Fur Day. You just Where's gotta Cooper
1: on you know? there, because I wonder, oh, like, everyone's so standing not. If Sle Jack Cooper, and Dexter was not on, Sly Cooper,
4: no shot. Well, the one
1: that you, that you guys missed
4: out, out on,
2: the one that you all missed out on for our 20-point answer was Spyro the Dragon. Okay.
1: Yo, Spyro. Spyro, okay. mid, Spyro also
2: is mid. fire. No, Spyro's fire. That's have where that's, that's it, where the audience it again, got West, it right. And you
1: tell me that that's one of the best platformers not made by Nintendo. Okay,
2: well, no, I wouldn't say that.
4: I wouldn't say that. But I also, like, I wouldn't say that about Crash. You gotta go with it. You gotta, go at one you, you, know, you gotta go with popularity. No, you gotta go with the kind of funny audience popularity, and specifically yes. people who also different. follow Blessing who see this tweet. What do you ask? These are
2: this. these are these. This is an audience of gamers, and you gotta you got you just gotta clear your mind. All right, clear your mind. Think about like when IGN list would say that's what these answers are. That uh, with not
1: the, true. With no. that one,
2: Janet. <laughs> Got fifty points of Crash Bandicoot. Barrett got forty points with with uh, Ratchet and Clank, which apparently is a platformer. Uh, Mike got thirty points of Banjo Kazooie, and then Janet got ten points of Astrobot. Barrett, where does that Wait, leave what? us? what?
1: I didn't, I didn't pick Astrobot.
2: I did. Yeah.
4: Barrett got ten
2: points of Astrobot. <laughs> uh,
4: Janet is still in the lead with one hundred and eighty points, but I'm still right behind her in second place with one hundred and fifty points. As Mike is slowly making his way up to triple digits with eighty points. Anybody's game still. Yeah.
2: This is Shotsfall. Number five, name a game that allows you to pilot a mech. Hmm. Name a game that Hmm. allows you to pilot a mech. For this one, I will accept franchise names. Mike, you're up first. Sweet, I get to go first, Def. Rocks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Titanfall, please. Mike says Titanfall. Mike, i will let you 50 points. That was our number one answer. And that does include Titanfall and Titanfall, too. I bundled those as one thing.
4: Uh, Next up, Barrett Courtney. So here's the problem, Mike. I'm, I'm looking up at you, looking like I'm talking to you in, this, in the show. Is that like Titanfall is the only fucking answer I have in my brain right now, and oh. I can't think of anything else? Um, where well, you're inside a mech. <sighs> fucking Christ. Name a game that allows
2: you to pilot a mech. So far, Titanfall has been the answer. Well, options.
3: Options.
4: Um,. See, like, if there's a series under this IP, I wouldn't even know. But, like, mm, no. I'm just going to say Power Rangers is an IP. And, like, at one point you you, you do the the big giant robot thing. But, yeah, that's all. Yeah, the 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 Megazord. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: Barrett says Power Rangers. Power Rangers not on the list. Yeah. Janet Garcia.
1: Oh my god, I am so frustrated because I'm trying to remember it's like the name of the game you played where they have to be naked to operate the mechs or whatever. Oh, shit. But I don't, don't tell remember her. the name of her. that game. But I so I'm just gonna be like, you know, I've played games for a lot of years and I'm thinking about what oh my god and you talked about it for so long.
2: So you like that's why you it's, gotta listen when I talk.
1: It. I did, because I remember that they had to be naked because of some bullshit reason. But it what was, was the name reason. of the game? And it has, like, all that anime energy to it. But it's not... I don't think it's near. It's not near. It's the other It's the other one. Um, I don't remember the name of the game. Um, The name... Uh, I shouldn't have said anything, actually, because I don't think I'm going to remember it. And then someone's going to take my answer. But, yeah. oh, man...
2: I love. Give me a that second. People are just screaming at their iPods right now. They're <laughs> oh, screaming yeah. at their the iPhones. Their Why do they keep listening
4: to the show on an iPod? Blessing.
2: Somebody, because uh, they're old school like me. Right? I fucking okay. love okay. the okay. iPod. Um,
1: that's where
2: podcasts came from.
1: I want to say okay, so it's not near, but it's the other one. Um, even though I don't think they're that related, is it? Maybe is it are? Thirteen Sentinels? Fuck!
2: Thirteen Sentinels oh. is the name of the game. Also, and can Sentinals. we skip
1: later if we don't have another answer? Because I don't think I know any other. Mech yeah, you can
2: you can skip if you want. Uh okay. Thirteen Sentinels will net you zero points. That is not what on the list. Shit.
1: y'all. I oh, you know what? I don't know shit about mechs anyway. So, <laughs> Mike, that is fair. dude, I thought
4: that was a shoe in when she brought it up. What the fuck,
3: Mike? We're back to you. Well, I'm gonna go with one with the uh, name of the game in it. Mech Warrior, please. Mike says Mech Warrior.
2: Mike, Mech Warrior will net you 30 points. That Are was you our third most Mech popular answer. Com. Thank you. <laughs> Mike is like making a secret comeback. <laughs> I, Mike, I swear to God, Mike memes for the first half of the show, so we can
4: come back in the second half. Uh, Barrett, we're back to you. Mike, I I'm looking back up at you again because there I we had, go, bro. I had Mech Warrior in my fucking head, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's mm-hmm. not a real series. You're just making that fucking shit up. I'm so angry at myself right now. What has actually been said so far, Blessing? Uh Titanfall has been said by Mike, and then Mech Warrior
2: has also been said by Mike. What the shit?
1: And then I said 13 Sentinels, and it's not on the list. So the list.
2: <laughs> correct. Mechs. Mechs. I also might start timing you guys because Janet yeah. has a heart out at five. Yeah. Um and we're halfway mm-hmm. through the segment. I abstain. okay Barrett's gonna skip. Janet, do you have a final guess? Do transformers count as mechs? Ooh. I think mechs technically you have to be piloting. Yeah. And okay, um I'm
1: going to say Transformers anyway, So, because maybe people don't know what a mech is. Mm.
2: It's true. Uh, Janet says Transformers. Transformers, not on the list. Uh The ones that you guys missed, at 10 points, you would have guessed Zone of the Enders. At 20 points, you would have guessed Mech Assault. That was a, an Xbox classic back in the day, yeah, I'm sure. That I'm was sure another Mike one I was going to guess, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of at 40 points, I'm shocked. None of you guys got
3: this one. Armored Core. Core.
2: Yep.
3: Armored that was the one core. I was looking All for. All these yeah. games, never played them.
1: Same
3: <laughs> that one has the big controller everybody talks about. To this I didn't day. even that play the, the game,
1: game that I said. Blessing, play the game.
3: <laughs> uh, with that,
2: Mike got 30 points with Mech Warrior, Mike got 50 points with Titanfall. Side so Titanfall 2. That'll bring Mike all the way up to 160 yep. second place so far. Uh, Janet right now is in the lead still with 180 points. Barrett is trailing right closely behind with 150 points. We're now in the second half of the game. Uh, number six, fill in the blank. Tom Clancy's blank. Fill in the blank. Tom Clancy's blank. We're going to start off with Barrett Courtney. Ghost Recon. Barrett says Ghost Recon. Barrett. That'll eat you 30 points. That was our third most popular answer. Mike. Okay. Oh, man. I'm really oh, good at this I know, one. This I, is know, my, I, know, I know. I'm in my duffy now, is, everybody.
3: Yeah, so fine. I'm going to go with Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege for my starting one.
2: Mike says Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, Mike, that'll net you 50 points. That was our number one answer. Uh, For that one, I'm just including Rainbow Six. Yes. Rainbow Six is 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 that one. Yeah. So okay, okay. Uh, Janet, you're up next.
1: Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Fuck.
2: Janet says Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Janet, that was our number two answer. That'll net you 40 points. Good, Janet. Uh, Barrett, we're back to you. It's a race now, everybody. And now we're cooking. Yeah, everybody's cooking. You guys got all and warmed up. And the time up. is
4: like biting you on the butt, so you got to... Recon. Ugh. Yeah. Splinter Cell. What was the one that Mike said? Rainbow, Rainbow Six, Six Siege. Yep.
2: There's two more answers left. The 20-point answer and the 10-point answer. We've gotten the first half jitters out
4: the way. Now um, we're cooking. You said that Rainbow Six was just Rainbow Six. Rainbow
2: Six is all-encompassing, yeah, Rainbow Six. What about Ghost Recon? Uh, you know what, I'll say, yeah, same for Ghost Recon, okay. same for Splinter Cell. Hmm. <laughs> Mike's got a smile on his this face. This is, I'm, this is my, this is my I
4: category. The, 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 there's the only three I know. Oh.
2: Bear's gonna skip,
4: and now we're on to Mike. You
2: had it on the tip of your tongue, Bear. It's the division. Mike says division, oh. and Mike is exactly right. They'll net you 20 points. That was our fourth most popular answer. Janet, we're closing on you. Breakpoint,
1: a thing. Breakpoint. Is that I'm your saying. answer? Yeah.
2: Janet says Breakpoint. Breakpoint is not on the list. That is, in mm. fact, a Ghost Recon mm. game. Okay. Uh, okay. The one that you guys missed. I didn't missed.
1: check because I didn't know anything else anyway. So.
2: Oh, that's Advanced that's Warfighter. Uh, no, not Advanced Warfighter. Hawks. 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 Oh wow. Okay. Tom Clancy's okay. Hawks was our number. Oh. Uh, was our ten point answer. That was followed closely by Tom Clancy's Endgame, which I appreciate people who wrote endgame. an Endgame. Endgame yeah. was like, I, that was my shit. Like, I didn't even like that kind of game, but the fact that it was, you could uh, speak into your speaker on PS3 yeah. and <laughs> yeah. command your troops, that was gimmicky enough for me that I loved it. Uh, with that one, Mike got 50 points with Rainbow Six, Janet got 40 points with Splinter Cell, uh, Barrett got 30 points with Ghost Recon, and Mike got 20 points with Division. Barrett, where does that leave us the score?
4: Uh, Right now, uh, Mike is in first place with 230 points. Right behind him is one Janet Garcia with 220 points, 10 point difference. And I have fallen way behind how the Mighty have fallen in third place at 180 points, but still anybody's game.
2: This is Mike has had a fantastic
4: come up. A fantastic book. I not
1: know one. Mike knew so much about oh. Max or that we knew so little. I guess I didn't know I knew <laughs> Max so Max and Tom Clancy,
4: up. that's all that's in his uh, brain. Like, uh, that uh, does uh, seem fine very x casty
1: to know <laughs> about Max and Tom Clancy. but.
4: I like the fine dining fair. and breathing
2: uh, reference, Barrett. Thank you. Number seven, name a horror game where you can play in first-person perspective. Name. All right, let me rephrase that, actually, because I, I slightly fucked that up. Name a horror game where you play in first-person perspective.
4: We're going to start off with Barrett. There's two answers here, Mike.
3: And I, I told you about one today. We did it. We, we were in the back rooms. That's it's a hot not game in
4: right now. Right back rooms, <laughs> Mike. It's no hot hot one knew right about now. that until Monday, Michael, okay? <laughs> I'm going to go with the one I think that is more the cult classic. I'm going to go with P.T. God damn it. Oh. Barrett says
2: P.T. Barrett? That only you thirty points. That was our
4: third most popular oh answer. Oh my good god! Choice. Good, choice. Fuck you. That's a good choice. That should be number one. No, no, no. That's a good choice. A Shut good up, choice. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, you're up next.
1: Um, Resident Evil Seven.
2: Janet says Resident Evil Seven. Janet, that was our number one answer. That's going to get you fifty points. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That was the other answer. Fucking Christ.
3: Next up, blessing. Mike. Does that account for the other Resident Evils as well? It does not. Okay, so I can say Resident Evil Village then,
1: correct? Oh, cool. There goes my next answer. You can. Is that
3: the guess you're going with? Uh, Yes, that is going to be the one. Mike says
2: Resident Evil Village. Mike, they'll net you 20 points. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, And we're back to Barrett.
4: Okay, so, ooh. So PT was the third most popular answer. Correct ff7 resident evil the, 7 was the uh, resident evil top one number then, one so there's a two in there that we don't have yet i'm surprised village wasn't in there because of the recency bias there's a second most popular answer and a fifth most popular answer that nobody has guessed yet i'm gonna guess Ooh, mm, there's two there's one that's more they're both kind of fuck fuck hello The clock's a ticking. I don't want to ask Mike a question about a certain game that was mm. mentioned earlier as well. Like in the back rooms, Mike, do you think that like the, the puzzles are mm. like really getting mm. people in? I'm going to guess Alien Isolation. Oh, Barrett okay. guessed Alien Isolation. Barrett, that is not on the list. Fuck you, kind of funny
2: Sadly, audience.
1: Come on.
2: Sadly, because I'm right there with you. I would have thought Alien Isolation would have been high up there, but no, it is not on the list. Uh, Janet, you're up next.
1: Am I the last one? No, am, last.
2: I'm after you. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Um Blair Witch. Oh
2: it says Blair Witch. You Blair wild. Witch. Not on the list. Mike, oh. you're our
3: final guest. Show well, it, Mike. you too. thank you so much for this one. Uh, <laughs> so of course no. I would go with Phasmophobia, but I'm gonna go with the correct one, which is Outlast. Everybody knows Outlast. Mike, that is the correct answer.
2: Outlast ah. was the
3: second no. most popular
2: answer. What? That'll let you 40 points. Was amnesia so,
4: on the on the list at all?
2: Amnesia was the fifth answer, Fuck! the ten point answer.
4: I could have gotten so with a that, little
2: bit. Janet got fifty points with RE Seven. Mike got forty points with Outlast. Barrett got thirty with PT. Mike got twenty with RE Village. And nobody
4: got Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Uh, Barrett, where does that leave us in score? Mike is still in the lead with two hundred and ninety points. Janet is still right behind him with two hundred and seventy points, and I am just falling behind in third place at two hundred and ten points. Now, Jan, I know you got a hard out. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
4: How hard is that out?
1: <laughs> it's pretty hard. Okay. Kind of okay. Let's, sounds just, weird. <laughs> let's
2: keep it snappy. Everybody. Let's just keep
1: going. Like, I think right. we can make it. Let's
2: keep it snappy. Not, I'll leave early. We'll, we'll fast round it. Uh, number eight, name a game that you associate with the Sega Dreamcast. We're going to start with Barrett. Sonic.
1: Oh no, I have to leave. <laughs>
2: Barrett says Sonic, Barrett. That are, that is our 50 point answer. Good answer. Good answer. Next up, Janet.
1: Oh no. I don't have time either to think about it. I just oh man. I'm just gonna have to pass. Maybe I'll think Janet's, of something I'm gonna Janet's come back. Gonna I don't know anything from the dream. Mike, Dreamcast. you're up next. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy <sighs>
2: taxi. Mike, oh. that is our second most popular answer. That'll get you 40 points. Barrett, we're back to you. Name a game that you
4: associate with the Sega Dreamcast. I feel like I'm wrong in saying this, but Jet Set Radio.
2: Mm. Barrett, they'll net you 20 points. That was our fourth most popular answer. Janet, we're back to you.
1: What were the answers so far?
2: Sonic Adventure, uh, Crazy Taxi, oh, yeah. and Jet Set Radio. Um, you got a 30-point answer and a 10-point oh answer. Oh, my left. God.
1: The past again. I don't know the Dreamcast at all. I just know that like, I just know what it looks like. I've never fucking played it. I have no idea. I played Crazy Taxi on my fucking GameCube. And honestly, just...
4: Janet, like I'm right there with you. Jet Set Radio was totally a shot in the dark because at the same time I was like, "That's an N64 game."
3: Mike, do you have one more guess? I'm like these two. My one more guess. I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's gonna be uh, NBA 2K because that's where it started. NBA 2K. Mm,
2: very good guess, though not on I'm the honest. list. The one that you guys missed, or the ones that you guys missed at 10 points, Power Stone. A uh, very popular uh, fighting game there. And then also at 30 points, Shenmue. Ah, oh, damn.
1: Shenmue. Yeah. Somewhere in my mind I knew that.
2: Uh, with that, Barrett got 50 points with Sonic, and then 20 points with Jet Set, and then Mike got 40
4: points with Crazy Taxi. Uh, Barrett, score. Mike is still in first place with 330 points and uh, getting really far ahead of us because I'm in second place but only at 280. And Janet is right behind me in third place with 270 points. Number nine. We got two more left number nine name a type of pokemon
2: name a type of pokemon janet you're up first
1: oh like when you say type do you mean like the types
2: name like not the type of Pokemon. okay yeah
1: i will say okay. i will
2: say this is one that i did kind of take some liberty with because people were riding over charizard and i was like you guys okay are idiots. <laughs> um water
1: no hold, yeah water i already said it so
2: janet says water janet That is our second most popular answer. That'll net you 40 points. Fucked up. Uh, Next up. I know
1: what the first one was. Janet. Because you're all fucking basic, of course. Barrett says fire. Barrett, that was our number
2: one answer. That'll net you 50 points. (laughs) Michael. Well, that sucks for Mike, so I'm going to go with the grass type as always. (laughs) I am. I'm the Bulbasaur of this group. Mike says grass. Mike, that'll net you 30 points. That was our third most popular answer. Now we get into some fun. Now we go Uh deep right now. Janet, we're back to you.
1: Okay. Um... I feel like y'all are kind of basic, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fighting.
2: Oh, okay. Janet says fighting. Janet, fighting is not on the list.
1: Damn. That's
2: too basic. Barrett, electric. Back to you. Yes. Barrett so, says electric. Yeah. Electric is not on the list.
1: What? Wow,
2: that's crazy. Pikachu. Pikachu.
1: Let me
4: electric tell you, Pokemon. It's Pikachu. Let me tell you,
2: more people wrote in saying Pikachu than electric. That's it was true. very upsetting.
4: Oh, beautiful. <laughs>
2: People know how to read the prompts, read. Read the prompts everybody.
4: So
3: uh, now we get to have some fun. Mike your last one. I like to go to the Eevee That's where I work ah. off of right there. And I go, oh, which one do people like? But I'm actually gonna go a little bit different. I like the ghost, so I'm gonna go with the ghost type Pokemon. Ghost type. Mike says ghost. Thinking- Mike, that is our fourth most popular
1: answer. Wow. That'll let you 20 points. <laughs> Fuck. Was poison on there? Because I was gonna say that, but I thought it was too like maybe ground.
2: Was- I'm the, ground. the last one that none of you guys got was fairy. Barry, I would have um, gone with. That was my other one. Barry, this yep. is one
1: that I, I kept nice. the, votes,
2: the vote my count one. for because I thought it was fascinating. Uh, Fire got 312 votes. Water got 205 votes. Grass got 118 votes. Ghost got 75 votes. And Fairy got 58 votes. I thought it was really interesting. Mm. Um, with that one, Barrett got 50 points with Fire. Janet got 40 points with Water. Mike got 30 points with Grass. And then 20 points with Ghost. Barrett, where does that leave our final score going into the final prompt?
4: Mike is still in first place with 380 points. I am in second with 330, and Janet is in last with 310. It's still anybody's game if we're in Mm -hmm. the same hundreds at this point. You said
2: uh, you have 330? Yes. All right. Our final one. Name a video game genre that kind of funny hates. Mm. We'll start (laughs) with Janet Garcia.
1: Ah... A genre that kind of funny hates i feel like we have representation from everything i'm gonna go um oh, fuck. give me a second i know i'm the one that has to leave but um oh man i'm gonna say muso games but i feel like people wouldn't think to write that in
2: okay. janet says muso those are your dynasty warrior type games oh cool i love those games <laughs> muso games and <laughs> not on the list i didn't know that was the name for him okay cool
3: cool cool, cool. i
2: learned something today there you go barrett you're up next visual novel oh. barrett says visual novel visual novel
3: not on the list shit oh shit you too oh snap all right mike. well this is one Man, i got a couple of good ones right now but i'm gonna go with jrpgs i think a lot of people never say hey we never talk about those mike says jrpgs jrpgs will net you
2: 10 points that was yeah. the fifth most popular answer but i'm
1: shocked that's so low so now I'm i am like, mean i'm, I'm really shocked it's now. on the
4: list
2: yeah i know it, the next uh, one a lot of these i was uh looking at the thing overall i was shocked by what people were riding into uh next up janet
1: okay um okay what would people say um i don't know i feel like we like genuinely i feel like we Talk about pretty much all games, so I'm gonna go with. um Oh God! I'm just gonna skip. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm just gonna skip.
2: just gonna skip. Barrett,
4: you're up. Name?
2: I feel like video game what? Genre, what? kind of funny. What video
4: game genre does Greg Miller hate? Is probably what oh, people are gonna think. Oh, they of, see like, the mm-hmm. face. They see the mm-hmm. face. Yeah. <clears throat> That's multiplayer games.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say shooters. Barrett says shooters. Shooters,
3: not on the list. Mike, you're our (sighs) final answer. And I got two. Of course, there's my beloved RTSs, but really, it's a game that we never talk about, fighting games. So I bet you
1: fighting Mm.
2: games
3: is on the list.
1: Would they really have fighting games to blessing? That's my thing. That's fighting games. That's my thing.
2: Was a popular answer, but it did not make the list. Wow. It, hurt, it, hurt wow. my, it hurt my soul that it was a popular answer. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, what, what more do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> He's one man. Uh, the ones that you guys missed at 50 points, RTS. Damn it, I had it. What?
5: Okay. Oh my I, gosh.
2: I mean, that one, I, okay. I, I like, yeah, I think that one lines up. At 40 points, sports games. At That's 30 insane. points, MOBA.
4: At 20 points, racing games. I mean, we... Okay sports games doesn't make any sense we love like between the crossovers like greg and i and mike love madden mike and i love mlb the show you two love fifa like that what people just people just writing it. in what they don't like at that point fucking idiots. ladies and
2: gentlemen the final score in third place we got janet garcia with 310 points in second place barrett courtney with 330 points then in first place Congratulations. I think for the first time ever. Hey, first time ever. Mike Howard 30 today. And 90 points. Congratulations, Mike Howard, and congratulations to all our contestants for putting up a good fight. This has been another episode of Bless You, the Games Cast Quiz segment. Uh, it's also been another episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast, where each and every week we join you to talk about our game impressions along with the hottest topics in gaming. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level, patreoncom slash games, So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, Game Daily. That was for you, Kevin A. Sex.